Uh oh, we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Reverse World. This is episode 39, and our title for this episode is Why Being a One Man or Woman Band is Holding You Back. But first, if you are new to this podcast, here is what's happening. On Wednesdays, we deep dive into topics, questions, and more that we see being talked about in our private community on Facebook. The goal is to, you know, hopefully help and motivate you as a creator to become the absolute best at what you fucking do. On Sundays, I interview the illest and top performing creators in the industry with the goal of providing you with as many tips and tricks as I can from our conversations. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. If you are new, I highly suggest you check out last week's podcast episode featuring my boy Hendrick. He is a videographer and photographer for Denzel Curry and is currently on tour. And the week before that, I had Post Malone's photographer Adam DeGross on. Both episodes are very, very fire filled with tons of advice, life hacks, all that shit. So tune in today. If this is your first time tuned into the podcast, you're probably wondering, what does Black Window Cream stand for? Black Window Cream is a private content creator group fueled by caffeine, or at least I take my coffee, Black Window Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever the fuck caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We are a private group on Facebook open to creators of all kinds, aka if you make videos, if you're a photographer, if you do marketing, management, editing, dancing, etc., 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 all creators are welcome. Our private group has been growing rapidly. We have a shit ton of members working together. They're sharing content. They're asking for feedback. They're passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to have you. Please join. Big shout out to my dog, David Malave. He has been fucking incredible with black window cream he is an excellent writer we hop on a call and try to decide like which topics we're going to deep dive into uh for these wednesday episodes and after a short convo that dude takes our notes from the convo and goes ham on writing all of our ideas into existence so you need to follow dave on ig just go to it's just dave malave but it looks like dave malave d-a-v-e-m-a-l-a-v-e follow that motherfucker right now he is uh, the backbone of Black Window Cream, helping me keep this shit up. So that's it. Enjoy the work week. Um, keep creating. Make sure to comment and let us know which topic um, or question that you may have for us to talk about on next Wednesday's episode. And without further ado, I bring to you today's episode and the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't do you want to live? Yeah! You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you'd say that. When I look through all the content being posted daily in the Black Window Cream community, I see a bunch of creators working as a jack of all trades and taking on projects all on their own. Most commonly, I notice the filmmakers are writing and directing, DPing, editing, and coloring their own videos. We have photographers learning to transition their vision into photos. We have musicians writing and performing and producing their own music. We have every type of creator designing their own logo and graphics. We have creators designing, producing, and promoting their own clothing brands. The list fucking is thick. Uh, And this is sick to me. As a creative, I've always taken pride in being a jack-of-all-trades of of sorts. Coming up, I wanted to be able to do everything myself. Direct, shoot, edit, 
color, drone operate, web design, be a marketing wizard, be a photographer. My list goes on and on and on. Not only do I think this is a natural thing to aspire towards for all creators, but I definitely believe this is advantageous to everyone's career development for so many reasons. First, understanding how to create in multiple mediums makes you an overall more rounded artist and will help you create more complex and cohesive works of art. Second, having skills in all parts of the creative process undoubtedly makes you more valuable to a client or production of any kind. Third, Understanding the inner working and verbiage of different aspects of creating will help you navigate industry environments and network more effectively. Lastly, and more importantly, being a jack of all trades will help you in directing and executing your vision when you are working with a team on a big project. But there is a flip side to that and I think it is extremely important. The value of specialization, delegation, and working in teams. Which leads us to today's topic, why being a one-man, woman band is holding you back. To set this up, I want to play an answer to a question that one of our members asked Olufemi Tutorials on the Black With No Cream podcast episode 23. And to put this in context, Olufemi is a popular full-time YouTuber. He focuses on film and editing and makes a lot of great tutorials. Question for Josh. Do you have clients looking for creatives who are a jack-of-all-trades, i.e. great cinematographer, editor, knows how to grade, etc., or are people still wanting specialists? You should be a jack-of-all-trades. You should be proficient in everything, Mm -hmm. but you should specialize in what you're passionate about. Know how to do VFX, know how to direct, know how to DP, know how to edit. Um, no sound design. Know everything so that you know how to delegate and how to direct um, effectively, but don't be afraid to delegate. Yeah, for you know? sure. Um, if you have a music video where you're just a one-man band, it's not going to turn out as good as, as, you know, compared to if you have a team of people that all specialize. So which is it? Should you become a jack-of-all-trades or should you specialize in a specific area and work with other specialists? The truth is still both. Not a cop-out, I'll explain. When you first start out as a creative of any kind, as Josh said, I definitely recommend you become proficient in a bunch of different creative skills, especially those within your general creative field of choice, photo, video, design, music, etc. This is beneficial not only for all the reasons I mentioned earlier, like developing your skills as a well-rounded artist, but you might not know what your true passion is or where your strongest skills are until you try multiple things. Plus, when you're just getting off the ground, you may not have the luxury of being able to hire people to take on specific roles for your projects, so you have to do everything yourself. All of these things are legitimate reasons against specializing out of the gate. However, I without a doubt believe that as you develop as a creator past a certain point, you should look to specialize in your area of passion and or strength and build teams of people playing to their strengths to execute your projects. I'm going to give you three major reasons why being a one-man, woman band for too long will ultimately hold you back as a creator. First, there are people out there that are better than you at certain things, and that is not a bad thing. The big lesson here is simply letting go of your ego. As creators, we all have it. We take pride in doing everything ourselves or being able to say that we can do everything. We want to be in control of the entire process to ensure it's executed exactly how we see it. We want to be recognized and credited for our work. We want to maximize the amount of money we can make on projects. These are all ego-driven things that can lead creators to continue to want to do everything on their own. However, the frank truth is, there are people that are better than you at a lot of things that could ultimately make your end product better than you could make it alone. Self-awareness is so key. If you can identify your strong points and then identify the things that you are not the best at, you can be much more effective playing to your strengths and working in a team of people that complement your weaker points. This applies to all creators. Example 1. Let's say you are a designer and you are working on building your own clothing brand or graphic design business or whatever it may be. 
Right now, it's all up to you. You're putting all your energy into creating sick designs or concepts, and that part of the process is your absolute passion. You know this is what you're good at because it's the reason you started. But then you notice that you're striking out on the business and production side of things. Maybe you're just not good at reaching out to clients, pitching your business, and closing jobs. Or maybe you just hate sourcing fabrics and dealing with the cuts and the fits of the clothing, and you can't seem to get that part of the process where you want it. Well then, the growth potential and success of your brand or business is going to be held back for as long as you aren't willing to let go of those roles and delegate them to someone whose strength is in business or production. If you are trying to build a graphic design business and your strength isn't business, maybe it's smart to partner with someone who can deliver big on that half of the process. This might mean you have to give up some of your ownership of the business or make less money per project, but I'm willing to bet you will more than make up for it by landing more opportunities at higher rates in the long run as a team. This goes the other way, which brings us back to self-awareness. Maybe you love the graphic design business or clothing business and you know that's where you want to work, but you can never get your design skills to where you want them to be. You are killer at landing jobs and pitching to clients, but you continue to underdeliver compared to the level of quality that you know you could be delivering. However, you do have the creative vision and ability to articulate as evidenced by your success landing jobs. You could do very well for yourself by going out and landing jobs, being the creative director of the project and then hiring a talent designer to actually create the design for the project. This may not be what you envisioned creatively at the outset when you wanted to get into design, but it's a creative success in a different light and that could possibly take you farther than what you could have done alone. Example two, let's tie this back to the video world with our creators out here directing, shooting, editing, coloring their own music videos. Let's say that you're a beast at editing and that's where you are most passionate. You want to make a living editing music videos, but on your current projects, you can't seem to get your shots to the level that you wish you could edit with. Why not work with someone that can shoot your projects better than you could? You could still direct and edit your project while giving up the shooting role to someone that's going to elevate the quality of the product. Not only is this going to help you in delivering above expectations for your clients, but it's also going to make your editing reel more appealing, which will help you land more jobs doing what you love to do editing. Example three. This is a fresh example for me personally. Tomorrow I'm heading to New York to direct a spot for EA Games. The shoot involves three camera operators at one time and although I know that I could probably handle shooting the video, it would be more efficient to hand those duties off to someone I trust so I can focus more on the direction of the overall video and make sure that we are capturing all the content that we need in that short amount of time that we have with the talent. I've built relationships with other shooters who are just as good as me if not better and I trust them to do this role and the result is simple. I eliminate all added stress to the production and now I have more time and brain power to put towards directing, which will hopefully help me create a better product and allow me to book more jobs with this company and others who see the work. It's simple. So in summary, when you are self-aware and check your ego at the door, when you play to your strengths and surround yourself with people who complement those strengths, you will end up with an overall better product. Yes, this might mean that you have to take less money in order to hire people. Yes, this may mean that you need to share the spotlight and credit with other people. Yes, you might have to give up some creative control on the project, but you will always be able to execute larger, higher quality versions quicker and more efficiently. And disclaimer, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't work your ass off at improving your weakness in your craft. And it doesn't mean that you can't do things by yourself. Hustle your ass off and do everything you can on your own to get yourself started. Challenge yourself to do things that are difficult for you. That's the only way that you get better at them. What we are talking about is thinking above yourself to advance your opportunities and the level of your work that you are involved in. In this process of working with other people, you will be able to learn from your strengths and they will be able to learn from yours and everyone will be better for it. Second, Choosing to not delegate roles is choosing to not maximize the value of your time. This is the other side of the same coin. It's not always that other people are better than you, but that your time is more valuable spent elsewhere. 
Freeing up time and energy from unwanted roles can allow you to give 100% to the side of the process that you are most skilled at and passionate about, which in turn is going to allow you to create better art. Obviously, that's a positive, right? But let's go a step farther. By delegating roles, you will end up maximizing the value of your time. In other words, by spending the maximum amount of time doing things that you are strongest at, you will be able to get more money and produce better content. On the flip side, when you spend time doing things that is not your strength, in other words, you are wasting your time. I'll share a couple of examples of how I experienced this. Like two years ago, I decided to go ham in designing my official website. I hadn't ever made anything to showcase my work and I thought it would be a good idea to do it, so I started designing the site. The process took me a long time, probably about two weeks consistently working every day on that website. I wanted it to be perfect, and I was also new at using WordPress and templates and plugins. After the site was all said and done, I realized that I had wasted so much fucking time. I was frustrated and emotionally drained after running into so many issues and trying to problem solve. That shit was trash. What I should have done was hire a web developer that was an expert in this and allow them to take my ideas and build the site, which would have cost me a few hundred dollars. If I would have made this move, I could have spent those two weeks hustling my ass off with clients, pulling in jobs that would have profited much more than what I would have spent on that website. But in my head, I'm thinking, why waste some money? I can do it myself. It makes sense, but it was a waste of time and not worth the setback. Another example involves Black Widow Cream, which I've talked about this before. I chose to bring on interns to help me run this operation and take care of the tasks that are most costly to my time, but don't generate the most productivity for the group. 10 hours plus a week that I don't have to edit podcast content, for example, is 10 hours plus a week that I can spend developing relationships for sponsors or developing new content outside of the podcast, advancing the reach of the group, etc. I have to give up portions of my control in these aspects, but I will win overall because I'm freeing up my time for things that are more valuable and productive for me and overall benefit the group by allowing people I trust to help me with the process. Let's use photography as an example. Let's say you're a photographer and you have a shoot coming up and you're starting to prep. You might have to find the location, come up with the creative, possibly book talent, stylist, hair and makeup, and you have to lock in the lighting equipment for the shoot. You could try to do all this on your own and you could definitely pull it off but say you just aren't the best with understanding lighting setups and aren't knowledgeable on the best types of lights to use to execute your vision. If you had to take care of this aspect, it might take up a large portion of your prep time and your energy and stress because this is the most difficult aspect for you. You would spend more time dealing with this than you should, which is costly to the project. But if you delegate this role and hire a gaffer who is excellent with lighting, you can focus all of your energy on the creative of the shoot and make sure that your vision is completely developed. The gaffer probably will suggest lighting techniques or equipment that you haven't thought of and have everything set for you when you show up to set. During the shoot, you can focus only on the talent and getting your shots and not have to worry about fidgeting with lighting. Again, yes, you make less on the shoot, but in the end, you will win because you delivered a better product. You get the point. In short, your time is more valuable where you are strongest and costly where you are not. So use your time to your strength. Spend it on the things that are more productive for you. Third and last, your vision will soon outgrow your capabilities. Here's the obvious truth and punctuation to my point. All the best music videos, films, cover shoots, clothing lines, you name it, were accomplished in specialized teams. Everyone in the industry has specialized to their strengths and work with other talented creatives to pull off massive projects. This is probably obvious, so why is it important? Because every aspiring creator out there is dreaming of working on projects like these. You dream of one day directing a music video for Travis Scott or shooting the cover of Vogue or touring with Beyonce. In all these situations, the visions are going to be so massive that they can only be accomplished with a strongly assembled team of creatives playing to their strengths and all working cohesively together to achieve the same goal. If you don't know, 
That's not easy with creatives. Everyone has their opinion and their own input and wants to be involved in the other parts of the process. I'm sure many of you have experienced that. So by learning to build teams and specialize in the role you're fire at, you will now be able to gain invaluable experience in directing, delegate roles, work with each other, and work as a piece of the larger puzzle more easily. Your work will be polished at an earlier stage, which will help you land bigger jobs quicker, and then you will be more poised to execute higher levels. Just remember, no one that made it to the top did it on their own, and no one in the industry creates these massive works of art by themselves. The best directors in the game don't edit their own videos. They don't do VFX. They don't do color. Well, some of them do, so maybe they should listen to this podcast so they can make more dope shit more often. They probably could do it all if they tried, but if they did, the videos wouldn't be as good. Most of the directors you look up to made it to the top by assembling strong teams and building close working partners along the way. Bonus tip, it'll also start to help you build your network. Creatives you bring onto projects will in turn likely bring you onto projects of their own or recommend you and you will start growing your connections and your arsenal of talent for projects that come your way. So in conclusion, why is being a one man, woman band holding you back? You're drowning yourself in things that you're not the most effective at. You're spending too much time doing things that aren't the most productive for you. You're slowing the growth of your work and your production by not delegating roles. Your capabilities as a one-man band are limiting your visions. You're not building teams that will allow you to achieve the type of work that you dream up in your head. Be aware of your strengths, cut your ego, go out there, and connect with more creatives to advance your work. That's why we created this community. Black Window Cream is so fucking powerful. Yes, you probably do have your local homies that you work with and your crew that you can work with in real life. The beauty about this community is that it opens the doors for collaboration. You now have access to thousands of creators all around the world. And with that being said, I want to highlight a member in the Black Window Cream community who recently did take advantage of the community, and it worked out in his favor. Adolfo Cajan is a filmmaker and active member in the group. He is on tour with a massive DJ by the name of Seven Lions and just recently performed at Red Rocks in Colorado, a massive venue. He reached out and got a few members of the community to come out and help him with his shoot. By doing this, I can almost guarantee that this allowed Adolfo to accomplish more with his time and the extra resources that the shooters provided him with. I found this so interesting, so I decided to DM Adolfo and ask him if he'd be cool with hopping on a call to explain how he went about doing this and if it helped him at all. Here's our call. All right, cool. So I think it'd be cool if you could just quickly like tell us about yourself, what you do, and then we'll get yeah. into the next section. All right, let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready whenever you are. Cool. All right, so hey guys, uh, I'm Adolfo, and I shoot a lot of after movies and music videos for uh, EDM artists and for pop bands, rock bands, any type of music. Dope. And what I really like is that uh, what we're talking about specifically with this, it's like trying to simplify the process and allow you to kind of do what you're really, really good at. And so what we wanted to use as an example was how you uh, just recently were at Red Rocks in Denver or in Colorado. And you actually picked up a couple extra shooters to help you shoot that specific show. Could you talk about like who you're working with on the tour and why that kind of seemed beneficial to you? Uh, yeah. So throughout the tour, there's been a few big concerts. Um, we had the first one at the Palladium. We had another one in San Francisco at Bill Graham and Red Rocks. Uh, those were kind of the big ones where I was going to focus a lot on those venues themselves. So I knew from previous experience from shooting at big, uh, big venues, because I shot Red Rocks um, in May, that I wasn't going to have time to go all the way up and then down. And, you know, I've been shooting for three years these concerts and at these massive venues like EDC and Ultra and all these. And, you know, a lot of the times you are just running 
from place to place trying to grab as much coverage to cover yourself in the edit and you stop really being creative and you're just trying to get as much coverage as possible. So what I wanted to do from, uh, for these ones, I wanted to take it one step further and really create a narrative or a story and think about how each shot was going to connect to the next. Um, and for that, I mean, I couldn't do it on my own. There was just no way to, you know, film everything I needed to film in an hour and a half and still maintain that creativity. So, um, you know, I've been a member of Black and Milk Cream for a while, and I've seen, you know, a lot of talent flourish from there. So I thought that it might be a good opportunity to bring someone on board that hadn't had that opportunity yet and really just, you know, let them loose and see what they could do um, for their portfolio as well, you know, to like help me and to create at the end the best possible product. Like, I think that a lot of people that do what I do have this issue where if it's not their video, um, if they didn't film anything, sorry, if they didn't film everything or do everything in their video, they feel like it's not theirs. But at the end of the day, I think that we create to inspire and we create to, um, you know, show people how amazing these things are. And it doesn't matter if you're the sole creator of it or if someone helped you at the end of the day, what matters is the video itself. So I feel like without the help of other people, these videos definitely would not have turned out how they did. Bro, that's literally perfect for this fucking piece, my guy. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's good. Well, we appreciate you. Um, man, have a good time on the tour and keep killing it, dude. You're, you're fucking it up. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, talk, talk to you soon. I love, I love that. I love his response. I love how he was able to put things into motion and maximize his opportunity and the opportunity of those around him. Thanks for the call, bro. I seriously appreciate it. And big shout out to any other Black Widow Cream member who is making things happen just like Adolfo in real life and providing opportunities for others. That's super crucial. So keep pushing that shit. That's going to make everything make sense. Don't do everything on your own. You're just going to pigeonhole yourself. You heard me. Bye, bye, bye. That's it for episode... Fuck, what number is it? 39? Thank you for tuning in and listening. If, if you watch the podcast on YouTube, drop a review in the comments. If you listen on iTunes, leave us a review so people know that we are lit. And if you are interested in joining the Black Window Cream private group for creators, visit bwnc.com slash join. Follow Black Window Cream on Instagram at Black Window Cream. And if you have it in you, go follow my week guys too at Ben Rovers World. Merch store is currently shut down, but we have some special things in the work that we're going to drop soon. Subscribe to Black Window Cream on all platforms of your choosing. The podcast is dope. Uh, new episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. We'll see you next week, you bitch! bitch. bitch.